You're listening to the Lessons in Real Estate Show, sponsored by Mission First Capital, bringing real estate investment deals for active duty and veteran investors. Your host, Anthony Pinto, searched land, air, and sea to find military investors just like you investing in multifamily and commercial real estate, both active duty and veterans. Hear their stories, learn their lessons, and be inspired by the obstacles they have overcome on their path to financial freedom. Whether you are overseas or stationed at home, if you want to get started as a military real estate investor, this is the show for you. And now your host, Anthony Pinto. I'm so excited to have you guys here today on the revamped new and improved version of the Lessons in Real Estate show. I wanted to refocus on my mission here in life uh, with this podcast, and that is to help teach and inspire 1 million military members and veterans to achieve financial freedom through real estate. And as a part of the March to a Million campaign, my call is to show you the path to freedom of time and money, whether you intend to stay in for 20 years or get out next year. And so listen to the stories of fellow military members and investors just like you struggling, overcoming and achieving success in multifamily real estate and even some of them doing it while active duty and really dig into their lessons learned as well as their failures on their path to success. Uh, But you came here for the show, so let's get to it. Hey, what's going on guys? Anthony Pinto here to talk to you about another L&T and I am excited to talk about this because, because this my learn for this week is something that I think a lot of people don't really think about. And personally, I didn't really think about it until someone actually brought it up to me or, or I listened to it in this podcast. But I, I was listening to the uh, Men on Purpose podcast again with Ian Lobos, and he was having on Anthony Bal- uh, Dr. Anthony Balducci again. And one of the things that they talked about was uh, in that episode was a lot about the things that you do in the morning to get yourself set up, you know, drinking a lot of water, exercising, Tibetan rights, so on and so forth. But one of the things I found really interesting at the end of that was he talked about what your evening routine is. And he liked to talk about, you know, the morning routine and the evening routines are like bookends for your day. And, you know, just to get yourself started and making and, and making sure that all your books are aligned and you're focused for the day and you, you know, you are able to get yourself ramped up in the morning and your morning routine and then decompress and get yourself ready to go to bed in the evening. And so my learn for this week is about these evening routines that we set for ourselves. And, you know, I I think a lot of people, um, and me included, kind of get into this um, easy routine where, you know, we spend 8, 10, 12 hours at work, we come home from work, we maybe eat dinner, say hi to our wife, sit down and watch Netflix, and then you go to bed. And then you do it all over again and you come home from work, eat dinner, sit down with some Netflix, chill with your spouse, and then you go to bed again. And you just kind of get into this cycle in this cycle. And, you know, it's, yes, it's great to decompress by sitting down and watching Netflix, but, you know, what you end your evening on is typically how you set yourself up in the morning. So for example, 
if you end up eating, um, you know, some really unhealthy foods right before you go to bed, well, that's going to be what you're going to assert, what you're going, the energy that you're going to be using when you wake up in the morning. If you end up watching a whole bunch of TV before you go to bed, that's what's going to be stuck in your mind while you sleep and the things you're going to be thinking about when you wake up the next day. Instead, if you spend your time reading something that is fascinating to you, reading an article, having a great conversation with your spouse. Um, for me, I do a Sudoku in bed right before I go to bed. And it gives me time to unwind to uh, almost be in a meditative state and not have to think about the things that are coming up the next day and the things that happened that the day that day up to that uh, to that nighttime routine. And it also gives you time to just slow down and think about the things that you want to do to prepare yourself for the next day. Think about do I have you know, uh, if you're going to work the next day, do I have my lunch packed? Do I have my meal plan ready to go? Uh, do I have lunch money ready to go? Do I, you know, have all of my clothes set out that I want to do? Do I have my morning routine materials set out? Do I have my book ready to go? Do I have my coffee stuff ready to go? Um, you know, do I have my yoga mat ready to go? Do is my computer charged? Do I have, you know, this amount of time to be able to check emails? Right. And there's a lot of these things that you can do to prepare yourself in your evening routine to make sure that you set yourself up right the next morning. And, you know, it also gives you time to reflect on how your day went. You know, if you had an important talk with an investor, did it go well? Did it not go well? What type of intentions that you had going in there and what expectations that you have and how, you know, were they met or were they not met? Um, you know, were you successful during that day in something, right? Did you learn something there that day? Did you fail during that day? Is there something you could have done better or something that you are grateful for during that day? And so, you know, it is all just kind of rounds together that, um, yes, a morning routine is, is very important. And I highly recommend going through that and some sort of miracle morning routine, but also having an evening routine is, is, you know, in my opinion, just as important to unwind, to relax, to prepare yourself for the next day, to reflect on if that was, a, you know, on how your day went that particular day, to give yourself time to, you know, spend with your spouse, um, put your phone aside and, and prepare to sleep and have a good night's sleep. Make sure that your water is set by your bedside so that you can, you know, you drink a whole glass of water when you get up and hydrate your body since it's been without water for the last eight hours. So, I recommend having an evening routine. If you want to talk more about what my evening routine is, um, I'm happy to do that. Just reach out to me. Uh, but, you know, just talk to other people who are, you know, do a miracle morning. And I almost guarantee you that they have some sort of eating routine that goes along with it as well. So that is my learn for this week. And my teach for this week is about being a viable buyer. And this comes up because I was, you know, watching um you know an individual that i i know really well uh, put in bids on a whole bunch of properties and um you know we've uh, worked on some stuff together and uh or you know i had a few conversations and you know the more that i look at the properties that he's putting in for the more i realize um that our sometimes our eyes can be bigger than our stomach and that can be you know, just true, just as much about actual literal eyes bigger than our stomach when we're eating food, but also when we strive for, um, you know, and real estate properties that are bigger than what we can actually achieve. So for example, if you've only ever raised, you know, uh, $500,000 and you've never done a deal before, well, you know, a $50 million property and having to raise $20 million is probably very unlikely. Could you get it done? Sure. But understand that when you're putting in 
um, you know, offers on these deals, your reputation is at stake, uh, particularly if you are just getting started in that particular area. So you want to make sure that you're actually a viable buyer before you start putting in offers on all of these different properties. And so that goes to say is that just understand when you're putting in offers, the type of offers you're putting in, if you're deciding to lowball people, that is really your reputation on the line. And at the end of the day, you know, the deal could, you know, make you a million dollars on day one and it could make a hundred percent returns, um, you know, within the first year. But if you're not a viable buyer, you know, it's not really making a lot of sense for you to even, you know, to put in an offer. So needless to say, what does it mean to actually be a viable buyer? Well, you need to have the actual resources available to you to, you know, make a bid that actually makes sense, right? Like I said, if you, you know, don't have $20 million in contacts ready to go um, or investors ready to go to put in on a deal, well, you probably shouldn't go in for a property that requires you to have a $20 million raise or alternative to that, find the people who can help achieve that for you. And I'm not saying that, you know, as a first time investor, you can't do a $20 million property. We just understand that there are certain hoops and certain people that you have to bring on board to get that accomplished. And is it at the end of the day worthwhile for you to be a viable buyer? So with that, I will again get off my soapbox, but that is what I'll leave you with for this LNT. And I hope you guys again have a great week and check out the episode for this week on the Lessons in Real Estate Show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. If you are a military investor and found this episode of the Lessons in Real Estate show packed with great information, tell your friends and leave a five-star rating on your listening platform. Every comment is read and appreciated. Don't forget to check out our weekly episodes of PCI Teaches, brought to you by Pinto Capital Investments. Learn about basic and advanced topics in real estate investing. Catch updates on Anthony's journey through learn and teach segments and listen to the tales of other military investors and real estate professionals every week. We'll catch you next time on the Lessons in Real Estate show.